The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. Are you recording this? Studying a movie in the mechanical level, I think, can, can really bring some revelation. I believe that no one says out to make a bad movie, with the exception of... On paper, this should work. Yeah, this should work. But I, I just don't like it. it. That's your own fault if you haven't seen it. Way over budget, start cutting yeah, right, yeah, scenes. Even the actors don't know what that movie is about. Shit, I, I wish I wrote that. Which I love the title, but that movie's trash. Well, it's oatmeal, man. It's good for you. All right, here we are. Fellowship of the Real. Four, uh, four friends sitting around talking about movies. This was uh, James James' pick? Yeah, Point break. my pick. Point break. I would have bet money that this would have been Chris's pick, but... It was it was a lucky break for me. You know? Yeah, he picked point it break. was picked for him. It was one of those movies you just... It was going to be reviewed. Right. Yeah, right. It just had to be. To Phil's chagrin, yeah. Well, we didn't... We didn't I thought we had owned this movie. I thought Chris had given it to me. I couldn't find it. So we went down to like Movie Trader, and I think we bought it for four bucks on DVD or whatever. And I thought it was very interesting. When we bought it, you know, the guy rings it up, he gives it to us. Uh, and as he's handing it to us, he goes, man, you guys enjoy that. That's a classic. And it does have that status, right? I mean, uh, in a certain genre, this is a classic of that genre. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've all seen uh, Hot Fuzz, right? Yeah, and, and yep. uh, you know, uh, have you ever chased a criminal while shooting, you know, in the, so it is hailed, even parodied, right. as, you know, a classic of the genre, you know, and, and has made appearances in at least one movie, you know, Hot Fuzz or whatever. Yeah, and it always fascinates me while, like, certain movies become classics or cult status, right? Other than just being, you know, like, I guess one thing classic, like, just really well-made movies, well-acted, everything's firing on all cylinders, it just—it's curious, you know. I just find it interesting that, like, I love this movie, and maybe I guess by the end of the podcast we'll be able to explain it. But I, I'm not sure I can even fully explain why I love this movie so much. Because yeah, there's other movies that are better stories, better acted, you know, better made. But I mean, I don't know. There's I don't know. There's a lot of technical aspects that I like about this movie. But yeah, I just I don't know. Love it. Like it's. I think we talked about this before. Like comfort movies. Yeah. This is, I guess, without realizing it until starting to think about it, this is a comfort movie for me. I could put it in at any time and, and watch it and can quote it without, you know, I haven't seen it in 10 years and can still quote it, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it probably, the quotes probably work their way, like, I think we talked about this before, like, some people are music people, like, they hear a song or whatever, and it, uh, I guess they're they're singing that song in their head where, like, I'm, like, movie quotes, like, all Movie quotes come out of my mouth in like everyday life, applying yeah, them to everyday oh, life situations. Yeah. Same like, here. yeah, I'm sure Point Break, you know, like I know it, it comes out. You know? It's interesting. It's like uh, Tombstone, like a highly quotable movie to me. Yeah. I hadn't seen it in a long time, and I, and I thought that it mostly held up. 
I thought there were, and we, and as we go, we'll discuss this. But I thought there was only maybe one or two cringe moments where I thought it was over the top eighties. Yeah, uh, which it wasn't made in the eighties, right? So it was like ninety one, yeah, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really? opening weekend, July fourteenth, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, and to so to me, in that sense, it felt like that it was a movie late to the party almost because of the 80s action genre. Sure. This felt more like that yeah. than it did say something in the, even if it is early 90s. But So it felt like it was the tail end of, of that kind of action movie. genre, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess yes and, and no to me. Like, I guess it, I see what you're saying, but I think early 90s still had a lot of those kinds of movies. And to me, I feel like, after Matrix, everything changed. Yeah. Like, as far as action movies go. Yeah. Because, um, like, Con Air was 97, if I remember right. Face Off was, like, 97, 96. Okay, so, yeah. And I, I guess... like those were kind of the same. So, yeah. the, the early to mid-90s, and then after, I don't know why, but I guess technology and all the CGI, I guess, with Matrix, and I love Matrix, but it was a different kind of action movie. It yeah. wasn't just a blow people up kind of thing. I don't know. I feel like, to me, that's when it, it changed. But, yeah, it definitely, okay. that's my favorite part, is the, of fraction movies, is the 80s and Yeah, I always think of 90s. just the 80s. Like, 80s... 80s produced the most original, best movies, period. Yeah, like, as far as the... the even the, music for that. The, the action. There's oh, yeah, a lot of yeah. good music from the 80s, but yeah, movies for sure. Uh, that genre, or that time period, sorry. Yes, yeah. You agree with that, James? You disagree? That's a very uh, elder millennial thing to say. Is It, well, it was better back in the I, 80s and 90s. I I am I older, sir. But yeah, we're... This this came out when we were kids. Yeah, I'd say 10, I can't even remember 11. when I saw it first. I know I didn't see it in theater. I can't either. And this is what I wanted to get to, maybe a little bit in the story. But I never caught it until these last viewings. Really? I always just I knew that Patrick Swayze and the he was the ex presidents. He was the guy. Yeah. I just always knew that. But they do hide it from you. Yeah. They hide it from yeah. you. And now looking at it with more experienced eyes. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. This is really great. Yeah. yeah, I watched it with Lath, and he, I mean, he predicted it, but he kind of, like you're saying, yeah. brought it to my attention that, oh, they do kind of hide it a little bit. Yeah, they, they, I yeah. mean, it's not like a big mystery that it's hard to figure out, but he was, you know, he definitely a little bit of a, he's like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. They were the, he's like, like he was all excited that they were the ex presidents. And then he's like, oh, but they're, you know, they're friends. That's kind of a bummer. He was immediately bummed. So, yeah, right? yeah. And he was like, well, what's going to happen now? You know, so. Yeah, I do. I did enjoy the exchanges between uh, Keanu Reeves and, and Patrick Swayze. Right. Oh yeah, those are all good. Yeah. You're not going to start chanting or something, are you? Oh, I'm not. Right. <laughs> well, uh, even even at the end when they're at odds, Patrick Swayze uh, has kidnapped the girl or whatever and is using her as leverage, and he's laying it out to Keanu about what needs to happen, and and Keanu doesn't even think; he doesn't hesitate. Let's go and. Patrick Swayze just laughs. He said, that's what I love about you. You're sharp as a knife, man. Like, even right. when they're at odds, I'd, I'd like those exchanges. Like, he, I, I thought Patrick Swayze's just laugh and uh, reaction to Keanu Reeves not even hesitating. Let's go then. Right. I thought I, I dug that. I, you know. Yeah, no, this is my favorite Patrick Swayze performance. Yeah. 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 Not my favorite Swayze movie, but favorite performance. Ooh. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, he's just he's great in this movie, yeah. which I think is a big part of why I haven't can't bring myself to watch the, the new one. I don't know why. I just yeah. I don't, and maybe I'm wrong. I could be way wrong. I don't even know who's playing him, but I feel like the Bodie in the new one's just not going to be able to hold well, a candle to Patrick. I don't know why. And even and of course I love Keanu Reeves, so that's going to mess with me too. Yeah, I have no idea why they remade it. That uh, well, they remade money, it. Man. They remade it as uh, Fast and the Furious. So, oh, yeah, because Fast and Furious is the same story. Yeah, so why yeah, did they just remake it again? It's the same story as this. 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same story. Yeah. The original Fast and Furious, same story. Yeah. Anyway, which you've seen the new Point Break? No, no, you haven't. You haven't. Even. I, well, that's that's what I mean. Just like create a surfing movie, same plot. Well, they're surfers, but they, they but they're rob- doing more extreme sports type stuff. Yeah, it's extreme sports, and then they yeah. rob. It's not just banks. It seemed like the. I don't know. I can't remember what crime they were yeah, committing. Anyway, immediately one of those remakes where I was like, and that's interesting to me too. Like some remakes I'm okay with, and certain ones you're not. You know, yeah, I don't. that was one where I was like, nope. Yeah, yeah, Hard immediately, pass. immediately, no. Yeah, no, absolutely, I will not watch it. All right, so money critics, fans, money it did great. But uh, James, did you have this information, or do you want me to read it? Go for it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> jumping right ahead. The budget was twenty four million estimated. They say that's probably about right. Twenty four million. Total gross. Most of that was hair. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> they had to CGI Patrick Swayze's <laughs> yeah. hair on. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Bill. No, no. Uh, the budget was $24 million estimated, uh, $43 million in the U.S., and worldwide, $83 million total, uh, which is pretty good return. So it was well-received at the box office. It is, but even in like the 90s, like there were movies grossing over 100 yeah, so it's not astronomical returns. Well, like it's one of those that it built. A, it had to have built a following on rental and and, and cable and that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I, I think it. Uh, I think it's become this classic. Like you know, yeah. the, for the guy at the movie trader to say that to, to, to say yeah. that as he was, you know, was very cool. And this was you know two or three weeks ago, and it's twenty twenty two, right? So yeah, you know, this it has become a classic, and I think it is a classic of that type of action genre, right. you know, for sure. And it's interesting to me, like, there's been certain movies where I've like had to force my kid to watch. Uh, and other ones he's interested in, but like to him, this was I'm gonna watch John Wick Young. Like that's where oh, he's yeah. coming from, which is crazy to me. But and I get it because he's 15. But I'm like, what? No, we're watching Keanu Reeves' son. This is well before yeah. John Wick. As cool as John Wick is, I love John Wick. But so it was just it was interesting. But he was interested, and in, yeah, it was uh, we're like Speed. I don't think he's watched that one. And I'm like, what's the matter with you? You gotta watch Speed too. Okay, yeah. that's that's the one I like, and I, like I just watched that again not long Speed. ago. I do too. Anyhow, yeah. sorry. But that's fine. Uh, the uh, as far as the uh, critics, they were relatively kind. Seventy percent gave it three and a half stars or higher, and then audiences are a little kinder with seventy nine percent, which is I'm sure your hardcore action movie fans, you know, yeah, uh, giving it three and a half stars. So respectable scores there, I guess. You know, yeah, it's a solid movie all the way, and it's it's been popular since the early nineties. Yeah. So it never it never really went away. No, it, no, it hasn't. No, right. I mean, curious to say how many. Uh, I'd have to look at. It. I didn't. Would have been good research, I guess. Like surfing movies. Like how many surfing movies were made before this? How many after? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. I, I hadn't thought about it. Still, I think something. There's not a lot of surfing movies out there. No, I, I can't. Uh, like, well, there's I Blue think, Crush, and there's. I mean, especially action ones like I this. I think on this. I think on this trivia that was part of the writing process. As they were like, "What are we going to have them do?" Yeah, like surfing. Yeah. yeah, I think there was a lot of debate about that of really surfing, but it it's perfect for this movie. Yeah, I was, it, it, I I don't know if I was surprised. I guess I was a little surprised that a, a female directed this movie. Yep. And then I was even more surprised that it was Catherine Bigelow who later, I think she won an Academy Award. Yep, for Hurt Locker, right? Hurt Locker, and then uh, she did some other movie. I thought I remember uh, Zero Dark Thirty, Zero Dark Thirty, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Strange Days was her as well. And I like the movies. I think it's an yeah, underrated movie, but I like that one. Wasn't so, she married to Cameron at one yes. point? Yeah, like, that's that's what I was going to verify. Yeah, she was married to Cameron. So I don't know. You know, obviously, 90, I mean, not she 100% proved herself, but I just I wonder if, 
you know, he helped her get this gig, maybe, you know, I'm Cameron, I'm a big action guy. Yeah. You're going to let her direct this movie. Because, yeah, she did a phenomenal job. No, no, yeah. In the 90s, it had to have been a woman directing an action movie. People had to have turned heads. Well, even back, yeah, especially back then. Yeah. yeah. But then she would later go on to win an Academy Award, so. Right. Yeah, and those yeah. those two movies, Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty, are very good. Yep. Yeah, I could only watch them once. They were pretty intense. Yeah, I watched Hurt Locker. I don't. I haven't seen Zero Dark. I, I probably couldn't watch Hurt Locker again. No, no, it's one and done. Yeah. Great movie. But <laughs> and uh, I guess James Cameron was a producer on this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I, I think it is a classic. I think it largely holds up. And and for those little cringe moments, we can get to them when we uh, start talking. We talk about them when we get to them. Whatever. For me, one of the cringe. Okay, so. This is what it is, but you like your mouth, sir. Yeah, Sorry. no. Uh, Keanu Reeves is Johnny Utah. Yeah, uh, and some kid Johnny Unitas or something. The shit right. they pull, huh? Right. The shit they pull. Yeah, uh, quarterback, quarterback. And so you know Johnny Utah, you know very uh, on the nose. So you on the nose, gung ho, uh, young, dumb, and full of you know name, young, you dumb, know. and full of cum. Yeah. yeah. So you don't like the name Johnny? Utah. Uh, I to me it is straight up. You know, to me that's a that's a yeah, that's a cringe moment. That's a Keanu Reeves. How many times has Keanu Reeves been named John? Yeah, I know variation. it's not a lot, but Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, uh, yeah. John Wick. John and Wick. And then uh, this one, there's probably one we're missing. Uh, John. What was he in? Um, well, he played the, like, not the devil, but it was about the. Um, oh, yeah. Devil's Advocate. No, 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 Constant- no. John Constantine. You're right. Yeah, Constantine, Constantine, yeah. Constantine. Was he John Constantine in that? See, I, I, knew, <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to remember Constantine, but I didn't know his name was John. A lot of Johns. That's interesting. Anyway, yeah, Johnny Utah in this one. I, I don't know. Like it, it, this can be interesting and see how one hundred percent biased I am. I feel like it's. I see what you're saying about the name, but yeah. uh, um, Johnny uh, Johnny Utah sounds like a quarterback name to me. Like it when does. I hear the name, I see the name on the back of a jersey, even though you never see that in the movie. Right. 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 You know? Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite scenes in, in the movie is when they're playing football on the beach yeah. and he gets all serious and tackles Patrick and Roach gets all pissed off and gets in his face. Oh, oh Roach, don't you know who this is? No, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah. This is Johnny Utah. Yeah, yeah. It. Oh, oh, Johnny fucking Utah. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to get in your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> complete, complete turnaround. Like, Roach is one of my favorite characters in the whole thing. But anyhow. They, yeah. So I like it as a quarterback name. But yeah, as a... And Again, maybe it's a throwback to the '80s because there's so many Johns and like, yeah, it's, like uh, Schwarzenegger played a million Johns too. It's it's silly. And you have the so when you're writing a story, there are genre expectations, right? And so again, you have Utah and Pappas, right? Uh, um, Gary Busey's character, yeah, who's great. Yes, but it's very much the buddy cop. Yeah. Stereotypes, right? Sure. Uh, you got the old one, the young one. You know. Do you think they offered anything fresh, or is it just more a rehash of stuff we'd seen, like their relationship? Uh, I think, uh, like, I don't think it was the same as say Lethal Weapon with uh, Riggs and Riggs Murtaugh. and what about? Murtaugh because the Murtaugh was older and Pappas is older, but he acts closer to uh, Utah yeah. Keanu Reeves' character than than Murtaugh sort of acts towards. Rigs, right? I, I saw more Forty Eight Hours. Uh, yeah, okay. that that yeah. type of Gary Busey and Nick Nolte kind of <laughs> yeah. vibe. Yeah, that's what I thought of. But you know, it, it. I don't think it had another parallel. Like if you were saying Lethal Weapon. Well, there was the requisite for an older uh, cop and a younger cop. Well, for this genre, buddy cop, the requisite angry captain who screams every line. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so far, you showed me squat. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he talks in a normal voice in the 
whole movie, <laughs> except maybe that guy can't talk in normal voice, Phil. No, right. Know? I mean, yeah. So, so it, it did fun. hit some of those cliches, which that's what you expect in those in that. Yeah, you're supposed to be on their side, even though they're breaking the rule. Is yes, yeah. you know, people that you know, but, lawmen. But yeah, you're supposed to be against the captain. Fuck that guy. Yeah, right. It, when you are, you are. Yeah. Was it cliche when this came out? No, no. Or this uh, part's a cliche. Well, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because you, you had, you'd have to go back because 48 hours was before, their captain yelled. Lethal Weapon was before, yeah. their captain yelled. Yeah, Dirty Harry yelled. I mean. Yeah, it yelled or was always on their ass and, you know, whatever. It's interesting though. Is it a cliche or is it just a requirement, like you said? It's, it's, it's a genre expectation. Like, I think things go, yeah, there's expectations and then they become cliches after that, right? Right. And, and one of my favorite movies, So I Married an Axe Murder. Take, spins oh, that yeah. spins that cliche. That's exactly what I was thinking. Of. Was that good? Was that good? Was it, yeah, yeah, you're doing great. You know, <laughs> not now. That's good. Uh, well, absolutely, it, you know. And then it flipped it on its head in uh, Last Action Hero, when it, when they go in the movie and the captain yells so hard the door breaks. Yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. that was the the cartoon version of it. Right, right. And I guess right. that's about when it died. Probably, yeah. Which yeah. we should we should review Last Action Hero. At oh, some I point. love that movie. I know Chris is it's not a I'm be sick. What? I'm gonna be sick that day, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, like we said before, I'll review anything. Last action hero, sleeping with the enemy, sound of music, whatever it is. Yeah, sure. Here blind, we go. Blind date. Blind blind date. Ooh. Yeah. Still Magnolia. Still makes still Magnolia. That's the one. That's what you're talking about. I, yeah. I actually like that movie. I think it's very good. Hits you right in the feels. It's bullshit, but it hits you right in the feels. So sure. Um, oh, but yeah, last action hero. Steel Magnolias is a better movie than uh, Last Action Hero. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> yeah, you're going to use that as a bumper. <sighs> I'll say good. it again. Steel Magnolias okay, is well, a better movie. <laughs> I, I edit Action these Hero. things, Chris. <laughs> you can say what you want. It's never going to show. <laughs> that, is the, that is the one. Uh, never mind. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. So I guess we can get into uh, the breakdown here. All right. Any other thoughts or notes that we want to? We can go as I didn't make as many notes on this one, but I did watch it probably seven times because wow. uh, I think I watched it twice uh, after we postponed, postponed for it. scheduling issues. Uh, I refreshed, so I watched it another two or three times. That yeah. was my goal, and I didn't do that on either one of these movies. So I guess my saving grace is I've seen both of them several times. But yeah, yeah, I always have these I'll, lofty goals and then don't follow through. I watched it once, probably a month ago, and I don't remember. Have you had you seen it before? I saw it years and years, years ago. ago. I asked you that a minute ago, if you'd seen it before or not. Yeah, I guess all my notes are for to get into it. Like, I don't have anything prior. Yeah. You want to read the, what is it, the synopsis? Oh, yeah, I didn't, write, I didn't get the synopsis. I, I've got just the thing on IMDb. An FBI agent goes undercover to, get, to catch a gang of surfers who may be bank robbers. Yeah. That one's nice and sweet, not like the other ones we've done. It's true. Yeah, that was a very good one. Yeah. Yeah, the... The thing that, that got me when I first started watching this again, the first scene is Johnny Utah in the rain, contrast to, I guess, Patrick Swayze's silhouette riding waves. Yes. Uh, th- these are their opening images, yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and to me, it was more than just the rain. It's him in this, you know, black and white, uh, strict, rigid, right. rule world, right? right. He's, he's having to qualify or whatever he's yeah. doing for FBI. That's good, yeah. And then... Patrick is free out there on the ocean. I thought it's just the two yeah, just position of the, their of their the first thing that you at. see Johnny Utah doing is unpacking a thing of bubble gum and throw it in his yeah. mouth. And the line occurred to me of 
I came to kick ass and shoot bubble gum. Yeah. Very nice. I'm all out of oh, bubble gum. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> that was before. And that was like 87, I think. I wonder if that was yeah. some sort and of a And then he grabs a shotgun and scores yeah. whatever he, 100%. 100% Utah! Yeah. Thumbs up. It's like, <laughs> well, uh, what I, and that's, those are excellent. What I wrote for these two setups, two masters of their craft are headed for a collision. So, yeah, John and Utah, right. they're both being shown as masters of what they're doing. Yeah, okay. Two that's trains, better, and yeah. these two trains are going to, yeah, because he got hundred percent, and he's hundred percent on that surfboard. Yeah, yes, right, sir. right. Uh, yeah. Well, I was, I was also thinking uh, for character development part when, I guess in the next scene when he's introduced to John C. McGinley, they're they're yapping and talking. Johnny Utah has been super successful his entire life. He was a college quarterback. He yeah. went to law school. Like he's hitting on all cylinders, as a perfect you know law and order every time yeah. type of guy. And he even say, I take my skin off chicken breast, sir. Yeah, yeah. And then to stick it to him, he grabs a donut. Right, <laughs> right, right. Love, Love these, these things. things. It, 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 yes. So uh, you already see like a little bitty hint of rebellion, sure. even though he's scored 100%. Yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, okay. No, that's good. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I hadn't thought about that because I don't want to say those were cringe moments, but it was. You know, it's very much, uh, you know, the, the, I think, um, I, I can't remember if it was a line well, I think I think uh, what's her name? I can't remember uh, his love interest, love interest. Lori, Lori Petty, and she's Tyler in the movie. Tyler, right? yes, uh, Tyler and I think I, I'll probably say it when we get to it. But at some point, she says, uh, you know, way, uh, she leaves a conversation they're all having, and she says, just you know, way too much cheese mo here or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, they're at the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was and I meet, remember thinking, yeah, that's that's this. I could do it, no, man. I could do it. Yeah, that's and I, I said that's a good summary of this movie. It, like, <laughs> just full throttle on the macho, you know. Yeah, right. uh, that's I think the source of some of the cringe, but not a whole lot. I think largely it held up or whatever. Uh, yeah, so I think we agree on the opening image. The setup, uh, day one in the FBI, number one at Quantico. You see, he was number one at Quantico, yeah. to your point. And Signed to the bank robbery division. And Pappas is the one that reveals the quarterback stuff, right? I think I think so, when he's blindfolded. Uh, yeah, because I don't think McGinley says anything about the quarterback stuff. It's all the law stuff, and then... Right. Yeah, he know, just knows about number one yeah. at Quantico, and... Give me some new parts, some quarterback, you know, snot-nosed kid or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Quarterback punk. Yeah, uh, and, and, and immediately, <laughs> what the hell does retrieving bricks have to do with? Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, his partner is immediately contra uh, contrasted as old school. I'm in the field 22 years. He rubs against the new and modern. Uh, a little bit crazy is what I have. Uh, so he's not the straight up cliche of say uh, Murtaugh, right? Right. Um, Would you? I, I know we talked about it in another episode about half men, half man. Does that apply to him? Do you think to Pappas? Because he's been uh, after the ex presidents forever, and he's got the knowledge to show Utah that. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, I think he's more of a mentor. I mean, you know, I've talked about this before, where Half Man generally comes from the horror stuff. But but you know, I've talked, pointed out Half Man in other movies. Yeah, I think to be a Half Man, you have to have survived. He would have had to have gone up against the ex presidents. And like almost died or something, and then like you, to be a half because you're half man, you have some sort of scar that you're gotcha. dealing with. Yeah. Where I think here he's just more of a mentor role because the mentor has the, you know, Obi Wan has the tools and the knowledge to give Luke to make him a Jedi, right? So every mentor has those. I think he's just more of a mentor role as opposed okay. to a half man. Yeah, learning stuff every day. I mean, I think. I mean, you know, could be dead wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so still in the setup, we we meet Utah, we meet Pappas, the robbers, the the bank robbers. 
prior to knowing that, you know, that they're Patrick Swayze's group, you know, loud, fast, violent, professional, the ex-president. He's saying the best I've ever seen. Pappas is saying this about him. Yep. Snarky comments throughout. And then the, the setup of the, fla- of the guy who moons, you know, the guy he flashes his butt and that is going to be a payoff right. uh, later down the uh, line. And Pappas has had, so he doesn't reveal this to Utah right away that he. Yeah, th- the other guys do. Has, has he told you the. the oh, you know, yeah, the, yes. Has he so told he's you the Yeah, the department this. loves a totally radical dude. Yeah, just starts yes. really messing with Pappas. His theory is mocked. He is so he's reluctant, and Utah basically has to, you know, drag it out of him through this. Uh, yeah, they have an argument or whatever. He gets him yes. mad, yeah. Why don't you take some early retirement? Tell Nom stories. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so I have the catalyst as as Pappas sort of saying that the ex-presidents are surfers. That's his theory. Yep. Uh, is that where you have the yeah, sort, yeah. sort of the call, the catalyst? Yeah, because that's him agreeing or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, his breaking into uh, Utah's breaking into two is, is agreeing to, to do this. And you want me to learn to surf? This is for little rubber people or whatever. Yeah, like that's his, you know, I'm an FBI agent. Surfing, yeah, really? Yeah. You know, that's his breaking into two for sure. Yeah, he, he answers the call and buys a board. But there is a debate. Uh, you know, how hard can it be? Papa right. says uh, Utah wipes out. Uh, he's saved by uh, Tyler Endicott. Yeah. Tyler Ann Endicott, who will become essentially the B story, I think, leading him into who he wants to become. Like, Oh, you think right. she's the B story? I, th- I think so. Uh, I have Bodie as the B story. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see that too, I guess. Normally, B story and love story are the same person, but in this case, I think she's just the yeah. I have you know, oh, it's I have, definitely a bromance between him and Brody. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I, I don't think, think they knew what that story. was called back in the nineties, but for sure these days we call it bromance. Bromance, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess because she teaches him to surf, and yes, I think he emulates uh, Bodhi. Yeah. But and and I guess at the end he does throw his badge away. But yeah, he does. I think that's because of Bodie, not because of Tyler. Like I think he has more of effect on his ideology and yeah. the way he sees oh, the world than than Tyler does. Well, yeah, because he he basically starts his relationship with Tyler under just a lie. as an uh, yeah. undercover yeah. Yep. you know guy trying to get in. So <laughs> he lies to her about his parents dying. That strikes yeah. a chord with her. Yeah. Well, he yeah he he researched and he needs found out her parents and, died. And, yeah, he was looking for different stuff. And, and yet, emotionally, emotionally you know, manipulates her to help him surf yeah. and get in. And I sort of have that as my break into two pursues Tyler with a BS story about his own parents. Yeah. 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 Which, you know, you were talking about things that kind of draw you out of the movie. This is supposed to take place over a summer. I think so. It's the, t- it's the end of the surf season. They're about to do yeah. their last robbery so they can. Yeah. It's supposed to be the summer. Yeah. So Johnny, they, Johnny yeah. Unitas, Johnny Utah here is supposed to learn surfing, infiltrate a group. And find information Over all before the three months or whatever. Yeah, all before the ex-presidents jump. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's, like a, it's it's almost the end of the season, really. Yeah, that sounds like a tall order to learn how to surf well enough to pass as a surfer. Well, maybe that's why he's Johnny Utah star no, quarterback. True. That's you true. Know, he's got established a history of being Excellent. an athlete. You know. That makes sure, sense. yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe? I mean, because you're right. Maybe, I mean, yeah, you're right. Anybody else does it, you're not finding the ex-presidents. I know, I know a lot of... on you when you try to surf. Yeah, right. you're not doing all that. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of stories that I've uh, seen, you know, true crime stuff, it takes people years, years and years to infiltrate yeah. organized crime. 
Right. Well, there's even that run-in with the guy who was undercover drugs, and they they yeah. You think I like this hair, man? You think I like these clothes? And he talks about the months that he's been undercover. Three months. That was a three uh, months. Yeah, Yeah, I love Tom. That bugged me too during that raid of the harp. That guy that John C. McGinley plays. He signed off on that raid. Yeah, that that to me was a little. (laughs) He would have known there was an undercover. I would have. Yeah, he acts like he was. This was totally rogue thing. Yeah. I was a little perplexed by that myself. We're getting yeah. way too ahead, though. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. just my the bug things that bug me. Right. Well, uh, and I thought it was interesting. Like, so he's BS and Tyler, uh, Tyler, and, and she says this is a line, right? Uh, and and you know, obviously, asks it's here, but you know, she she suspects immediately that this is a line, and of course, it really is. But yeah. uh, it won't be till later that she finds that out. Yeah. So I, I have that as my breaking the two. Yeah, this is breaking the two. Um, th- just a quick little note. It was interesting. Like when they're talking, and I guess it's after hours, right? When they're when he's showing them the when Pappas is, is trying to convince Utah that in the office, yeah, yeah, in the office, and they're you know all the talking about the wax, and there's, there's you know I become a wax expert. There's thousands of different yeah. uses for this. Yeah. Utah's drinking a beer, like at the job. Yeah, like he's. Yeah. I mean, I just thought that was interesting. And then they yeah. jump up at the desk and yeah. emulate. So at this point, yeah, it's like, That's okay. cringy for you when yeah, you jump yeah. up the desk? Oh, I love it because they're going after surfers, you know? I know, I know. But and it shows them coming together too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 100% biased, but it shows them, you know, they were arguing now, because I guess what I really like about it is if Pappas was younger, yeah. there would be no need for Utah. He would have done this himself, but he's an old man. He can't do it. Right, right. No, I, I really like that. He didn't know he needed this quarterback punk to come along, but he did. Because sure, no, I, I he catch these guys. I mean, because he had other young guys. Like that's probably how the other shitheads or whatever those you know FBI agents knew about it. They're younger. He probably said, "Hey, you want to help me out in this?" And they blew him off. Really, right. you're fucking dumb, man. Sure. Surfers. Plus, he's an old guy, and it, you yeah. know. well, I wonder if they stick all the rookies with Pappas. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Cause, cause we know. don't know what happened to. It's true. Maybe that's back to when those younger guys, like he pitched them this thing when they were a rookie, and they were thinking, you know, exactly. Just now they got time to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I. Um... <laughs> so Lethal Weapon came out, you know, way before this, right? Yeah, yeah, eighty-seven and yeah. eighty-nine. Uh, yeah. They'd done two of them by this point. Yeah, and so Lethal Weapon had these fun moments, but it also, I think, became dark and dramatic. Also, yeah. Uh, when this movie tried to get dark and dramatic or whatever, I guess I just wasn't okay feeling it like I did for like Lethal Weapon or whatever, you know. Interesting. Okay. It's it seems a little more uh designed to be a fun action movie than something like Lethal Weapon, which Yeah. I think I I get I get what you're saying. I, I definitely yeah. see it. I think Lethal Weapon maybe was more nuanced yeah. in terms of action drama. Sure. Cause when Riggs is I mean, Riggs is. I, I I still tear up when I watch Riggs holding that picture, and he's yeah. about to put a gun in his mouth, and you know, I'll you see, know, I'll see you later, much later, or whatever. Yeah, very know. much later. Yeah, no, I love that one. Yeah, that's part of the. I think the early on that setup with him, they established that tone yes. early on. Yes, yeah. and uh, him talking about you know being a sniper, uh, only one or two, you know, two or three guys in the whole shot. world could it's make. The only that. thing I was ever good at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think there's more. And I, don't, I can't remember who the writer of this was, but obviously Shane Black is an exceptional writer. But I think there's much more nuance. This one's uh, in, uh, Rich King and Peter Illith. Yeah. Yeah, I think Peter Illith. Uh, I think Peter Illith uh, did Varsity Blues. I think. Yeah, say? he did uh, Varsity Blues. Uh, he did Tell Some Oh, uh, Patriot Games. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Patriot Games. Lots of st- he's written, written a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
So anyway, um, but that that's that I'm not faulting this movie for that. Uh I think it I think it went more for the adrenaline high octane type of action movie as opposed because Lethal Weapon has those moments, but there's also very somber and low-key dialogue moments. Yeah. Uh I don't think Lethal Weapon keeps the energy pace that this that one this one does. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. like like James said, I, I agree with that. That's yeah. what you're saying. Fun and games. Convincing Tyler, getting lessons, wiping out, uh, bonding with uh, Tyler, I guess, and then seeing Bodie, searching for the ultimate ride, playing football. Uh, I, I, I appreciated, I, I laughed when uh, Swayze said, uh, that's a surfboard, looks like a 57 Chevy I used to have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's very much this, 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 you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. and Yeah, he bought a cheap piece of shit, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, well, because he even says it at one point, you know, why do I have to learn to surf? Why can't I just walk around with this thing on my arm and act stoned? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they didn't want to put all this effort into it, you know. I mean, once to catch the guys, but yeah, again, I think they both, to your point, they both underestimated um, how hard it would be, you know. To, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I have the obligatory angry captain. I guess his name is Carp. Not fond of their plan. Caught my first tube, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the investigation hair sample it will bug the shit out of Carp. So you know, very much us versus them. You know the two buddy cops. Uh, I don't know. Why, just there's little moments. Even the the hair samples when they're going around collecting, yeah. them, making a wig for my girlfriend, and then uh, Keanu Reeves puts on the uh, he naturally talks, you know, like a, a surfer stoner dude yeah. already, and everything he's in. But he he like amps it up a notch. Hey, hey, bro, don't move. There's this huge sucker about to go yeah. right in your yeah. ear. Just, I love the guy's reaction because he gets it and he's, leave some fucking hair, man. Yeah. Like, well, I saved your life, bro. Close one. That's and right. I'm, saved and I, your life, bro, yeah. Yeah, I immediately wrote, he's channeling Bill and Ted. Oh, right. for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. uh, My son got a kick out of how many times he uh, said, definitely. Like when he's right. looking through the stuff for Tyler to use. Yeah. He's reading, no, no. Then he finds the stuff about her parents. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. You want to go after him? And be a big hero, right? Definitely. See, and this is... Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Like, you look at Keanu now, and he's... Like, everybody loves Keanu. He's got gravitas. He's, he's almost like this uh, Jedi actor. You know, this... Sure. You, know, yeah. every, you know, He's a monk. Like yeah, a he's Buddhist. a monk, you know. Uh, yeah, you don't hear anything... Personally, you don't hear anything bad about him. Like, you hear right. all this amazing, yeah. nice stuff about that he does for... Well, I, there, there was a... Because he leaves no bodies and no <laughs> sure. witnesses. Well... Right, you tell anybody about this. <laughs> it, it, like, this he was on a the... nice story about me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he was on the Tonight Show, and, and I think uh, uh, Fallon asked him, uh, "What do you think happens when we die, or whatever?" And and there was this long pause, right? Uh, this yeah. is like a clip or a meme. There was this long pause, and you could see Keanu thinking, and he comes out with this this just draw jaw dropping answer. He says, "I think that the uh, the people that love us will miss us." You know, not not not. Well, I think we go to heaven. I yeah, think we go, right, you right, know, right, right. Uh, and, and you're just like, ah. Oh. Keanu, you know, <laughs> right. uh, and that's and that, but but that's who he is. Like here, he's like, bro, you know, and sure. and uh, anyway. So I think as he's gotten older, he's gotten more zen, more well, zen. You know, yeah. I don't think Johnny Utah is not very not zen. to go too too deep into it, but Keanu Reeves has had a hell of a hard life. Yeah. Uh, has he really yeah, with his yeah. wife? Yeah, the so, first wife. Because he lost his wife and child. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Accident. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because the, the, the like I see him with his wife now. Is he married? Uh, yeah, she's older. Than yeah, because I, I, I always think older. well, Keanu, he's older too. No, I know, but I mean, there's an older lady than 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 he is. Yeah, right? no, I, I always think well, that, I'm just Keanu Reeves. He must have like this just really hot wife. Yeah, and not that she's ugly, no, but but, but they look very much like 
a couple that might live next door to you, right? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. very yeah, attractive that's what older couple. Yes, yeah. 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 Uh, and I think that's part of his grounding, right? He's not like this. I mean, he still rides the subway and shit. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Like he's on a park bench to eat his lunch. I mean, there's memes of that. Like, yeah, what's what other celebrity does that? Yeah, right. You know? He's yeah. not like. You know, like this, 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 this shallow. None of this fame has gone to his head. No his money. I mean, he gave all his Matrix money away. I think. So did he really? Yeah. yeah. Damn, so just yeah. it's mostly the crew. I think. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, and and I just need a little bit of stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh, clothes, my motorcycle, and that's you know whatever so, uh, else got going on. T- talking about Keanu, like like I think he really. Because watching this, you know, bro, and definitely and all these things, oh, this guy, you know, right. so vapid, but he's good looking, and so he'll sell tickets. But he's, like, not even preparing for John Wick. Like, you've seen those videos where he's on the range training yep. to do those scenes, and he didn't leave it to a stuntman or a body double to do those shoot scenes. Or he even had, the fights in Seven Jumbo. Right. That's him. You know, when he's going through that course yep. in preparing for Wick, it's it's absolutely like he is totally invested. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like you're watching Keanu Reeves in real life, but it's like you're watching a clip of John Wick. Yeah, yeah. Or something. It's just yeah. as good. I mean, he's, it's nuts. Yeah, how yeah. It's dedication to his craft. Yep. Yes. It's up there with Tom Cruise to me as far as wanting to do their stunts and and you know wanting. I'm going to do all the extra step. Not just going to read my lines. I'm going to do all this extra stuff to entertain the audience. Yes. Yes. There are very few people in Hollywood that I would ever want to meet or talk to. Uh, I think Costner is one. I think I would love to talk story with Costner, um, and and even Stallone. I think would be a very good conversation. Yep. Uh, and 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 Keanu Reeves just to sit down with him. But right. but pretty much those are like the three or four. I mean, right. you know, yeah. Most of these people I never want to meet. You don't want to meet your heroes, right? Sure. I mean, you're going to be disappointed. Well, yeah. I want to meet Tom. Selleck. I don't think I would be disappointed Tom with Selleck. I want well, to meet sure. Tom I think Selleck. Tom Selleck I've, would be a quality. I've I've named. Two cats after his characters. Yeah, no. So, Aww. well, but I think I think those would be worthwhile meets, right? Agreed. Like, yeah. uh, uh, I don't think I would be disappointed. But most of these people, I don't ever yeah. want to. No, no, yep. no. Uh, bonding with Bodie, the spiritual surfer, tracking the Death Squad. This is the false lead. Uh, I, I'm still including this in funny. So game. they got the they got the sand out of that one guy's hair, tracked it to a certain beach. Lot of go beach, and so they're gonna go. Yeah, because they're always closing the out. beaches for spills and stuff. So that's how they figured it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, so they tracked to a certain beach, and so they know. All right, the ex presidents have to surf on this beach. Right, and yeah. then you know the fight scene. Surf this break. Sorry. These these Nazi surfers, these bad surfers. Right. Territorial. Which I think one of them is from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. Yep. Yeah, he's a lead singer. Yeah. Yep. It's uh even that I like I like that how that fight scene goes where he's like you know he's in there washing off washing the yeah. salt off or whatever and they turn it off and he's like okay I, I get it this is where you guys tell right. me to stay stay off your break well whatever he says and then I think it's Anthony Nikitas that says uh, that would be a waste of time and the other guy says we're just gonna fuck you up right, so right. I'm like all right yeah he does his own I'm just four big dudes he's right I think then, like yeah. he holds his own best he can Bodie comes along right I like how uh. Pappas tries to run over and help him out. Yeah, no, I thought that was really Because he goes behind some bushes at yeah. the shower. He can't see him. He's like, hey, Johnny, you better not be picking up chicks or something. <laughs> and then he sees Anthony Key just like roll out into the, oh, shit, there's a fight. He yeah. tries to run over there. You see a kid with a radio? Yeah, I thought yeah, it was Because very... Bodie shows up and he has to, Pappas has to then put on a cover. Yeah. He can't give, you know, I thought that was on his cover. That was right. good thinking on his feet, oh, too. Sure, run, yeah. run, run. Do you see a kid with a stereo? Yeah. No, but there's four guys back there and need attention. Yeah, and I like Bodie's response to that. He starts laughing and says, you just like to start shit, don't you? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. I, uh, he has no idea that Johnny's a cop, you know, right. so it's it's funny. Right. It's 
the not all that important things. Interesting, the uh, war child, the 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 kind of the I don't know if he's the leader of the gang or not, but the yeah. the bigger uh, black guy. He is uh, he played a bad guy in Cyborg. I always remember him from that with a Van Damme movie, oh, yeah. um, B movie. But yeah, just I don't know, like. Saw both those movies, and then it took me like a long time to realize, holy shit, that's that same guy. Yeah, yeah. he was in Double Dragon back in 94 as nice. well. Yeah, I'm just, I pulled up. And they gave him contacts me. in Cyborg, so he had like blue eyes. So like him being a, uh, you know, a darker complexion with the pale eyes just made him way scarier to me yeah. when I was a kid, you know. Yeah, his and, name's Vincent Klin. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Born in New Zealand, so he's, you know. Yeah. The party at Bodie's with the 50-year storm set up. And then I guess this is when uh, Tyler makes the line, too much testosterone here. Yeah, because they're talking about the biggest ray, yeah. biggest yeah. wave ever ridden. Twice a century or whatever, yeah. yeah. And too much testosterone here. I, I thought a summation of this movie. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Gromit when he said they're talking about it. He's like, you know, you can't just, you can't just call it quits and paddle in. And he's talking about being on the board. He's like, and your balls, man, your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He yeah. talks about it because Roach says it's better than sex. And then and Tyler immediately goes, it's because you're doing it wrong. You know? <laughs> right. But, the night surf getting deeper in the group and with Tyler. Uh, the, I don't know, you're, when you mentioned cringy moments, I guess this is what entered my mind, but it's a different kind of uh, cringe. It's not the dialogue or performance or anything. It's the, uh, and I'm sure it was safety reasons, but the night surf, like you can tell that was shot with a filter. Like that's not. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. Like I, the stuff the, on the beach with the fire is night, but when they're out in the ocean, you can tell today. Yes. I think you can even see the sun at one point. You know? Yeah, like they, they use some kind of filter. It's got a blue that... filter. And I'm sure it had to be safety, right? Surf at oh, yeah. night and oh, yeah. all that. But anyhow, it, I don't know. It annoys me because I think they, they've probably got better ways of doing that now. Um, probably, yeah. I think Deliverance, the movie Deliverance, has a lot of the same stuff. I think that's one of the first times I realized that that was a thing. You know, was, oh, okay, they didn't shoot everything at night. They just put a filter on it and make it look like it. Yeah. Okay, so I had a question here. Let's see. Definitely. Uh, oh, sorry. Definitely. Okay, so... All right. Uh, so so they think it's the death squad in, initially. Yes. This, this, and so at this point, I'm like, if they think it's the death squad, is the bank robbery ring, why is he making efforts with Bodhi and his group? Why is he hooking up with Tyler? He's being seduced by this lifestyle and has his own, has his own demons or the kamikaze look. Uh, experiencing the best feeling on earth. So I guess he's with Bodie or he's with Tyler to get an in, but then they think it's this other correct other yeah. group. He, he just thought he found a cool group of surfing. Yeah, he's trying to become friends with Oh, friends. just just to, so at this point he's just trying to get into the surfing culture. Yeah, I think he was I think it's more than that at this point. I think he, he came up with the lie, bought the cheap piece of shit surfboard yeah, yeah. and all that, and just tried to do what he had to do. But now he's like, he really likes surfing because he blew out his knee, right? So yeah. it's someone who's a, an athlete is going to feel bad about not being able to do that yeah, sport yeah. anymore. So I think he's now found a sport so far. Surfing didn't appear to hurt his knee, right? And they don't explain all that, but I just think it's, I think he's enjoying it and meeting these cool people. And this yeah, guy yeah. is starting to have a profound effect on his you know, his ideology and his, his, you know, just his views of life and everything. And just, yeah. uh, well, so I think, yeah, at this point, it never enters his mind that, that they might be the guys. And I think it's important for the audience. Like we were talking about earlier, they hide it. Yeah. Like we're supposed to like Patrick too. Yeah, and all yeah. them. We're not supposed to realize that they could even be the guys. Yeah. I get either, you, you know? right. Yes. And so th- some of that, cause, cause Tyler, yeah, he's sitting on, in love with her. Right. So, I mean, yeah, they're sitting on the b- boards floating in the water at night yeah. and, she says that intense scowl is gone. Like the, you know, yeah. Uh, so I guess a, a visual of the transformation that he is now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, she yeah. Comments, you know, sometimes you look like you're, 
the kamikaze look. Yeah, that and you're uh, like you're trying to do all this for a school project or something. Talking about his concentration yes. and yeah. yeah, and then now it's gone or whatever. A reference to his own demons. I don't know that we ever do we ever truly find out except for the knee blown out. I mean, is there any other dark past or anything that's driving? I know those were. Bodhi's demons, no? Bodhi has his own demons? No, no. Johnny has his own demons, doesn't he, Johnny? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I don't think they're ever expressly explained. Bodhi at one point, because I I didn't nail down a theme necessarily, but Bodhi at one point seems to think that he's doing, that they're doing what they're doing as examples to the rest of those poor schmucks who... Inching along the freeways and they're still coffins. Yeah, 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 I love that speech, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're a proof to them that the human spirit is still alive. Right, yeah. right. And, you know. Where I don't think his buddies, I don't think all the other guys ever bought into it like that. Well, the, he, they he just thought it was fun. and Right, the thrill. But yeah, Bodie is much more grounded in the, you know, the spiritual realm of... Yeah, this is about us against the system. Yeah. Yes. Now, that being said, Bodie at the end is is very adaptable at setting that aside and doing some pretty unspiritual things right like he's with the kidnapping of tyler with with he like he knows well he deflected it i didn't do it roach did it you know or not roach but uh he's like a a mechanism yeah rosie 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 he's a mechanism man you know and once you set him in motion he will not stop yeah that's the the first the first time i could never do that she was my woman we shared time yeah like he deflected all of it you know sure Sure. First time we see Rosie, he's lighting the fire on the beach, and he's doing it like a psycho. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's going to catch himself on fire. Yeah, yeah. he's open it with a knife. He's spitting, spilling it everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, maybe I didn't recognize. Yeah. It. You can see this Rosie dude can't was even off. surf. Like he's not even having fun. You know, yeah, like he, uh, yeah. yeah, he looks like the heavy in the group. He can't surf. Right. He's just around for bodyguards. Yeah, back up a little bit. That reminds me of the uh, when they first meet him with the football on the beach, and they realize, uh, don't you know who this is or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a kind of a throwaway line as they're walking away. I don't know if it's Roach or some one of the guys says, lawyers don't surf. And Patrick Swayze goes, this one does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the comment to wearing a suit, like, well, life's not, you know, you became a lawyer after football? Really? Like, he's almost disappointed and disgusted. Well, life's not over. You're surfing, you know? Like, the idea of putting on a suit in a nine-to-five job is, is oh. death to these guys. Yeah, no, it, yeah. it's, yeah. I thought it was funny earlier on when he's buying the surfboard, the, the young kid that sells it to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah life's not over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he, because what is, how old is Utah State? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's 30 20, or something, right? Or? He was 26. 20 something. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, uh, he, he says some line like. Never too late. Yeah. yeah never well, too so late. it's never too late. Yeah. 26. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> never too late. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. The kid he was playing uh, was 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name on here. That's the the actor's name is Christopher Pettit. He was in uh, Uh, Don't Don't Tell Mom. The Babysitter's Dead. Babysitter's Dead. He he died. Movie film. I I Mom Babysitter's Dead. I don't think so. It's it's, good. I like it. I don't know if it holds up. I haven't seen it in a long time, but. It's something. It's uh, something. We we <laughs> yeah. bought it. That's a surfboard. Yeah. We bought it not too long ago. Uh, my girlfriend and I. We bought it at. Uh, ha- I call it half price movies, but it's movie trading company. Yeah, yeah. That's where we. That's <laughs> where we got this. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Because I'm half price books, half price movies. So they just. I just remember something. the yeah. the stoner brother or whatever. Like he's the rebel. Like the sister yeah. wants him to do the dishes, and he's taking them out there and tossing them up and shooting them with a shotgun. He's like, I'm doing the dishes. Oh, the dishes just, are done, man. Yeah, correction me up. Anyhow. Oh, man. Um, same, around the same time, that was in 91 as well. So nice. Yeah. We got you said that kid is dead? Oh, yeah. He died of a, 
overdose. Uh, yeah, Stacy looked it up. That's Stacy's thing. Like we're watching a movie, she recognizes somebody. If she can't figure it out, she wants to look it up, sure, and then yeah. she like reads their whole biography. Oh, right. Yeah, it drives yeah. me crazy when I can't figure out where yeah. I've seen that person. Stacy's pretty good. She's really good at um. Someone has an accent, like in real life, and they're doing you know American accent or another yeah. accent. She can something about the way they form their mouth. I guess because she sees mouths all day with her profession. I don't know. She can nail it every time. Oh like, wow! Well, like, even if they're really good at it, like. She can just, she's like, mm, I bet you they're not American or they're not oh, this. And she looks it up. And I'm like, how did you know that? And she's like, it's just, they form their mouth, their words weird when they're oh, trying to do an accent. Cool. That's wild. Well, I, and what's the, the girl in this movie? Tyler. Uh, Tyler. Uh, Lori Petty. Lori See, Petty. every time I was watching her in this movie, all I could think of was um, A League of Their Own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's those all are two, could... like, biggest roles, yeah. And she was really good in that. Yeah, and yeah. that's, but that's all I could see her <laughs> as. Yeah. So... Yeah, I I I see her in uh, Tank uh, Girl in the Tank Girl and in the Army now. Oh, I am a long time ago. Huge Polly Shore fan. Oh my god! Oh, Polly Shore. Oh my god! I love Polly Shore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, uh, I've got great taste. That's the surfboard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hooks up and is late for the raid, and then the raid uh, is the end. His own raid. He was late for his own raid. Yeah. And I think that shows the, because he's the strict rules guy, 100%, 100% Utah, right? Yeah. He's getting in so deep with the the surfing vibe and the, like, he fell asleep on the beach after, you know, being with Tyler or whatever, right? Like, he's... You know, I think it's it's starting. His world, his black and white world, is starting to gray. Right? Yes. It's, it's, all this is spilling over. Yeah, he's late to his own raid because of his, you know, spending time with his friends or whatever yeah. in this girl. Yes. You know, because he was oh shit, I'm really late. I'm really late. Says it like a thousand times, and he makes sure he kisses her again before he leaves. You know? Right. Right. That's the one time I like those other FBI guys because they're giving him a hard time about being late to his own fucking raid. I'm yeah. like, yeah, these guys are douchebags in the whole movie, but they're right right here. Like, what oh, a yeah. dick. You yeah. Know? Right. Well, yeah, yeah. That and the haircuts, you know, the one guy's flat tops like three inches tall. And, yeah. So I have a, I have a midpoint false defeat at fifty eight minutes. Yeah, because it's not them. Yep. Yeah, the wrong guys are busted. Wrong guys. And the like undercover operator. People are dead because of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, bad guys close in. Utah recognizes the naked butt. Uh, looks like you saw a ghost. Nope, it was just a white butt. I wrote. Yeah. Uh, um, one thing I've never noticed. I've seen this a million times. And I guess I, this is my one cringy moment. There's some really bad editing on this on this one scene to me. So I get it. Like you said, the whole reveal is the guy moons on the surfboard and that oh man, you know, has the, the light bulb moment yeah, for Johnny. Yes. Yeah. As soon as they show the guy mooning, the very next shot is Patrick Swayze going, Yeah, like and I'm like He's way too excited about that man's ass, about that man's bare ass. Oh, and I know I, that's not the way they meant it, but the two guy moons, and then you show Patrick Swayze, he's super excited about it. Like, it's <laughs> horrible editing. Horrible editing. Oh, I, I, I'm not trying to pick no, up on that. But. You know, he's clearly, he's got, you know, he dated Tyler, he's got the new girlfriend, he's clearly, you know. Sure. You're not gay in this movie, but like that, those two together, I was like, really? That's funny. Like, and I don't think it came off that way. I think he was just excited because his buddy's having fun, but. Yeah, right. I, like, he's got I, his I fist did. in the air, yelling, <laughs> like it's. I was I like, did not no, why that. did we cut it that way? That's terrible. Uh, Pointed out the lathe and he laughed, you know, but. Now, uh, I don't know if uh, y'all picked up on this. There is a mention of a particular eating establishment. Yeah. The Patrick's wife, Roadhouse. Patrick's Roadhouse. Oh, it? yeah. <laughs> wife loves it. He goes here, he goes there, goes to buy some CDs. Goes to Patrick's Roadhouse. Yes. Yeah, and so I wanted to know if this was a reference. It's got to be. Well, it is. Uh, yeah. Point Break 100. came out in 91. Roadhouse came 89. out in 89. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's absolutely 100% a yeah. yes. uh, reference. Okay. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the robbers are fixing the bolt. And I wonder if, like, 
was that in the script or did you know Keanu just say it? Like you know, I wonder when it. I, I don't know. I you know. I don't know. I, I thought that was so. He was he was following Bodhi around. And he did all those things. Is yeah, sorry. Yeah, just to be clear. Yeah, following Bodhi around because once you realized with the <laughs> being really excited yes. about naked butts that oh these guys are ex presidents. These are yeah heavily suspected to be be the ex presidents. Yeah, and and they're fixing. They they figure it's the end of the season, so they may have one more. Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, almost a ticking clock. Kind well, of. the my favorite part is when they're doing the uh, the stakeout. And Pappas is talking about those meatball subs. Yes, yes. I had some issues yes. with this scene. What? Oh, God, <laughs> man. Made me about, one, it made me one of those sandwiches that goes uh, on about it so much. I, I order a meatball sub. Like, yeah. I've, I've ordered meatball subs. I've watched this movie seven times. I've ordered them three times. <laughs> <laughs> watching so these well, movies because yeah. I'm like... I'm, he goes on about how amazing they yeah, are. So, like, <laughs> I want one from that place. Utah, give me two. I mean, he didn't just want <laughs> two. No, no, two no, no, no I, I like that part, except they're on a stakeout. Oh, yeah. And oh, Utah, Utah, for sure. yeah, Utah they, startles Pappas. Like Pappas is on the stage reading the paper, and then Utah comes up to the car and, and startles Pappas. Like when you, yeah, <laughs> you're on the stage, right. you ought to be keeping an eye. Damn and then, you, and then he misses the. Damn you! You yeah, convinced Pappas me now. Is, you're right. Like oh, yeah. you're on a stakeout. You're about to catch the bad guys. It's like too much fun and games. Yes, it's too yeah. much machismo. Too much. Yeah. Of the buddy. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, I'm so hungry I could eat the dead ass out of a rhino. Yeah, right. Uh, we're here to make cool lines, not watch this bank, son. You know. That's right. Uh, you I, see, did you see that car pull up? What car? Yeah, you're right. yeah. I'm like, dude, come on. Uh, anyway. Those sandwiches are clearly his weakness, okay? Yes. Got like, two of them. In hindsight, like next time these guys are on a stakeout, he's like, I'm not buying you those sandwiches, man, because what happened like, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Utah would have learned his lesson. Like, you can't have the sandwiches. Well, did while you're they say it was like 10.30 in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. much. Yeah. Well, a little shop around the corner. It's <laughs> too. Love Gary Busey in this movie. No, I, I this was, because uh, didn't he have like an accident and got brain damage or something later? I thought it was yeah, before. Yeah, some motorcycle. But that was when he was younger, right? Or is it later? I thought it was later. Was Gary it, Busey? I, yeah. 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 Gary Busey. I thought it was yeah. younger. I thought he had it before. Oh, did he? I may be wrong. I know, yes, he had some sort of motor, uh, motorcycle accident that really messed him up, but I thought it was before, but you're... Because he was in Lethal Weapon as Mr. Ice or whatever, wasn't he? Uh... Yeah, the bad guy. Bad yeah, guy, the first yeah. one, yeah. Uh, Mr. Joshua. Mr. Joshua, yes. Yeah. Uh... And I know he doesn't look well later, so maybe it was later. I, th- I think it was, I have a feeling I know his it was teeth late. got like knocked out at one point, because that's why they're like all caps and white. And... Yeah. But I thought he had the accent when he was younger. Yeah, I did too. I, can't, I may be wrong. I can't find it on here, but I think so. Yeah, we'll, yeah. I will make a. I'll put it in the notes later if we can find so. it. And then the pursuit. So this is the bad guys' clues that all is lost. They bust up the robbery, but Utah is too close to Bodie and lets him go. Bodie's uh, well. I think at one point before that, it, it goes both ways. Um, I want to say it's because Utah is handing the sandwiches off or whatever, right? He's yeah. still on his feet, if I remember right. Yeah, because he asked, "Do you see that car pull up? What car, dumbass?" Anyhow. Yeah. He runs over there on foot. Yeah, okay. As they're coming out, and one of the guys goes, "I got him!" And he starts to zero in on Johnny, and and Bodie waves him off. Right. Yeah. So he saves Keanu's life theoretically there, and then yeah. he ends up. That I think that's reason why he couldn't shoot him later too. Okay. Why Keanu couldn't shoot Bodie? Sorry, sure. You gonna say something? Well, I was just gonna. I found in 1988, Gary suffered a terrible accident. And this came out in 91. Oh, that's right. After Lethal Weapon. So that's not, I was thinking younger, younger. So yeah. Uh, so in between the two, but he, he crashed oh. while riding his Harley Davidson motorcycle without a helmet on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he seems okay in this LA. movie, but like I didn't, I wouldn't have pegged him as a having unless it became something that happened. You know, he had the brain injury and it affected him later. Sort of like 
Yeah, because like I said, you've seen one dance with the stars or Celebrity Apprentice. Like yeah. later, it's a big difference. Yeah, it yeah. says he had it led to severe brain damage. Yeah, he's the, he's he released a book called uh, Buseyisms. Yeah. Oh yeah. All his crazy. Uh, cra- oh yeah. yeah. I don't like to say crazy. Uh, his unique Ex- take on eccentricities. Things. Well, he, yeah. he I, I watched him on The Apprentice, and he would do those. Yeah. On yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's a wild guy. Yeah, uh, I'll, uh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Bless his heart. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, yeah, the pursuit. Um, oh, that's when he. Uh, oh, there. This is after he's chasing him. Yeah. What uh, were you saying, Chris? That. that oh, why? I was just saying that. Um, talking about with how they spare Johnny or whatever, or Bodie spares Johnny. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he's going up to him, and the one guy, I think he's one of the back. He's getting in the back of the car. He goes, "I got him," and he's he's zeroing in with his gun over over the car, yeah, over the roof. And then Bodie waves him off, okay. and they all get in the car and they drive off. Yeah, if I remember right, I know that happens somewhere in there. I think that's because then they're in the car, and then it's just Bodie and him on foot later on. Yeah, because they um, go to the gas station, <laughs> right. on the gas station to burn the car, the right, and burn the car. Yeah. And um, okay. all right, there's again one of those like there's so many like little lines of dialogue that like you don't even see the actors say it in this movie that I really like at one point they're when they're in the car chase and they're smashing up against each other yeah uh, i think it's papis goes we got you and i don't remember if it's roach or one of the other guys i think it's roach he goes you ain't got shit yeah and then they separate like it just i don't know like was that in the script was that ad libbed? i just i love it yeah because he's right you don't have shit like you're you know yeah you're yeah. just smashing against them these guys have not stopped like i just i love it you ain't got shit i love that guy anyhow yeah. Um, but yeah, then even this car chase, like as far as we're talking about Catherine Bigelow and like, I think this car chase is up there and maybe this is part of why it's such a, a classic, but this yeah. car chase, the way it was shot and everything is like really impressive. Like no, it's, no, it's, it's one of my favorite car chases in movies. Yeah. I just think it's really well done. Even the foot chase, even though it gets, you know, silly with the dog at times. Um, I guess that's the other cringe moment oh, the, for me. Oh, threw the dog at him? Yeah. And then he kicks him, which I guess I, <laughs> dogs aren't me. I'm probably doing the same and I love dogs, but like maybe at least throwing them off. <laughs> I'm going to kick him too, but they have to throw in the yelp of the dog. It's like, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. This, the chase through the, the house, houses and stuff reminded me of uh, Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> how silly it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it, <laughs> even then, like he's running, he closes the door and he just crashes through the door. Well, and yeah. It's, Sherry asked if, because there's a scene in Hot Fuzz where they're jumping over fences and and yeah. was that okay. an homage to this? And, yeah, and maybe. some of it is that or Ferris Bueller, you know, like yeah, yeah. But like uh, in Hot Fuzz, uh, you know, uh, what's his name uh, is jumping over fences. Simon and, Pegg. Simon Pegg. And then in this one, Utah is is oh yeah, you know, Hot Fuzz. I was, well, they, they had the other reference. Hot Fuzz is a heavy nod. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah. 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 And then he and then he hurts his knee and fires his gun into the air whilst saying, "Ah, oh. <laughs> you don't and, like, and, and, you don't and, like that scene, James? Oh, I do. Oh, okay. I just when and I see it, I think of a Nick Frost and Hot Fuzz. Uh, yeah, oh. no, absolutely. Yeah. And then back to uh, so I married an axe murder. <laughs> There's even some play with that with uh, you know the detective saying, you know that part that hangs from the helicopter. I want to hang. I want to hang from that or something. Doesn't he in in yeah. axe murder? He wants an exciting life. Yeah. Uh, and then, and you know, you're supposed to be the angry chief, you know, answers to the captain or whatever. And, well, I answer to a, you know, a panel of, you know, so there's all this. Board of trustees. Board of trustees. But it's like, ah. Uh, so, subverting expectations. Yeah. Right. Axe murder, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think, that, anyway. Uh, Bodie's, Bodie's is justifying himself here. There's a scene where he justifies all his actions. I can't remember exactly. Well, they, after the robbery, 
they now know that each other know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the guys are losing their shit. This guy's a fucking cop, man. Yeah. You should have let me take him and all that stuff. And I know exactly what to do with this guy. That's when he makes a speech yes. about the us versus the system. Right, okay, all right. Because at the end of that, he's like, I know exactly what to do with this guy. Yes. I have Dark Knight. So I have all of Lost as a false victory. They bust up the robbery. But Utah is too close to Bodhi and lets him go. So it's sort of a victory because they bust up the robbery, but they do get away. The midpoint was taking down the death squad is a false yes. victory. False, false defeat. defeat. Sorry, false defeat. Undercover operation, busted, wrong guys. All is lost, false victory. They do bust up this robbery. But it's his friends and he couldn't catch them. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Dark Knight of the Soul, Tyler discovers, this is what I have, Tyler discovers Utah's lies. They break up. Bodhi takes Utah for a ride and has taken Tyler. So this is like the lowest. Andy's hurt his knee. Andy's hurt his knee, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is break into three. They're in the van, and this is the, the exchange I like between uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bodie and before Utah. before that though, I like the uh, when he's they're talking about you know we're going to go uh, you know skydiving or whatever, and he's like I don't know if you noticed, man, but I, you know sort of busted up my knee the other day. Yeah, I noticed you limping, and uh, <laughs> just the way he says it in the line, and just don't worry, bro, don't worry about it, bro. We're not going to land on land. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> You're very assuring. Wonderful. I, I think. Wonderful. I think at that point, right there, when they're in the van and they're talking, you know, you've lost, man. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Would Johnny Utah have joined Bodie had he not gone to law school? Like, would it, would he be on board of the surfing, the robbing, the traveling all over the world? I think that's what Johnny Utah is wrestling with. Am I am I wrong on uh, that? I think there's an untapped wildness. You know the kamikaze, right, yeah. but, but I think, but I don't know how like law and order he is. Yeah. He seems very. Uh, I think he was rules. very drawn to that. Side yeah, of life. I think he was, but I don't think he because like at the end because he because he doesn't. I guess the fact that he doesn't turn with him right is is what's holding him back. Like he's yeah. his morals and all that. Because even at the end, like he's then mad at Bodie. You crossed the line and people died. I yeah. mean, like he's and chases them all over the world. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. I was three yeah. weeks behind you and, and a week behind right. you and. Uh, but it's interesting because he's. He's still law and order, and, and, and there's got to be consequences for your actions, but he's not so law and order that he doesn't throw his badge at the end. We're getting ahead, but he yeah. still quits, stops being a law guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I do think, I was going to say this earlier, and this kind of ties into that, like his line to Tyler about, you know, my whole life I've done everything for other people. I don't think he's lying there. Yeah. I think he's, I think that he went to, he was a quarterback, he went to yeah. law, you know, to, not a lawyer, but yeah, to, became a cop because of his parents. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, yeah. no evidence of that, but I feel like that's true. Yeah. No, I think, yeah. Because he becomes his own person by the end of the movie. You know? Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. If he would have met Bodhi yeah, maybe. two or three years ago, yeah, maybe. gotten to surfing, he would have maybe been Robin Banks. Maybe. Yeah. He would have been a slow boil like because he would have had to have gotten into it by slow degree. Yeah. Uh, there's no way he's just saying, oh, you Rob Banks? Cool. No, But, sure. but it yeah, would have yeah, been, yeah. I think at some point, uh, he would have. Yeah. Yeah, I think the idea of being free, like, appeals to him, right? Like, the, the skydiving and, you know, it's amazing, fucking amazing. Like, he's, but yeah, I think, so not having, the idea of being able to live rule-free is, you know, sounds great. I mean, who doesn't want to be able yeah, to not have rules? Summer. An endless summer. The endless summer. But, um, right. yeah, I think, I don't know. He, I think he also, part of him knows if you live rule-free, like, in, in the bank robbery shows that. Yeah. You live rule free. There's going to be consequences. Yeah, eventually. you broke your own rules. You know, whatever, because yeah. because yeah. he goes off yeah. script or whatever. 
Uh, yeah, the line is, we're wasting time. And, yeah. and then Bodhi's laughing like, that's what I love about you, Johnny. You're sharp as a knife, you know. Okay, so that's the break in the three I have. And then uh, gathering the team. Initially, it's just Johnny. They're storming the castle, robbing the bank. The change of tactic, opening the vault, which they never did. Uh, the cop and the guard. Uh, and the robbery goes sideways. Bodhi, who hates violence. Okay, so this is where I guess Bodhi starts... To me, he's almost an opportunist. He hates violence, but he kills that cop uh, and loses his team because of his decision to go into the vault. Mm -hmm. Like he wanted, I don't know, did he sense this was the last, because now they they, they weren't going to be able to do this next summer. Right, because now, yes. Yeah, I think that's why he wanted one bigger score is because, yeah, yeah, because their identities have been made now. You know, because it's not just Utah that knows, Pappas knows, and who knows who else he's told. Yeah, no, it's FBI. a known thing now. Yeah, they're not going to be. Yeah, and I think it was almost just like like an anger, like he killed the cop because you killed one of mine, you know? Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I think his Zen facade is cracking at this point. You yeah, know? The, the pressure, okay. Yeah. Uh, high tower surprise I have is Utah arrested as part of the robbery. Get uh, your damn hands off me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pappas lets Utah go because he knows where they're going. They pursue Pappas. Hold on, you skipped a... A part where he punches yeah, the, Carp in the face or whatever, yeah. Carp gets laid Carp, out, yeah. You know? uh, After all these years, I've still got one thing that you haven't figured out. Yeah, what's that? Astonish me, shithead, or whatever yeah, it was. It's just, he hits him in the face and respect from my elders. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it does. Because you, you wanted to punch that guy in the face the sure. whole time. You know? Oh, I I know. It, <laughs> I know. <laughs> as far as, uh, you know, we're talking about expectations of other, uh, what, what other movies do the, the main guys, the main buddy cops, punch out the yelling captain? This might, I don't know, is this the only one? I well, uh, Die Hard, she punches uh, the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he was the shithead the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Well, there you go. Talking about you know requirements. If you got a shithead in the movie, he's got to get punched by the well, end. Well, you know? uh, this is way later, but you know, uh, Michael Connelly wrote the Bosch series, and of course they put it on Amazon or whatever. And and he, he in, in, in one of the early seasons, Bosch is nowhere near as as ludicrous and wild as these guys, right? right. Bosch is a very He's a bulldog. He latches onto you through investigation. He's not like going, he's going to get you. Uh, and his captain is, a, you know, a paper pusher or whatever who has a beef out for Bosch and uh, has something against him and is always gunning for getting Bosch fired or whatever. And at some point, uh, they're having an argument and the captain tries to manhandle Bosch. And, you know, Bosch, uh, ex-military, you know, whatever. In the books, I think it's Vietnam. In the show, I think it's Desert Storm, whatever, doesn't matter. Sure. But he he does something and throws him through a plate glass window. Oh, nice. Uh, almost sort of like punching him out or whatever. Yeah, it's, no, that's, it's that's not the over, same as beat, over the yeah. top. Uh, anyway, yeah. And still the same message of, get your damn hands right. off. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh... So they go to the airport to chase down Bodie. Yes. Yep. Uh, sorry, so there's just, one more thing I want to say. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Um, uh, during the robbery, I'd never thought about it. I've seen this movie a thousand times, and I guess just hadn't really thought about it. Lance was watching it with me, and he's just wait. I can tell by his comments, you know, that, that how into it he's not. Or, on this, he goes, when they're getting ready to do the robbery with Utah, he doesn't get a mask. Like he was, oh, yeah. like it had dawned on him. His, you know, now his his identity is right. Everyone's going to see that he was a bank robber or whatever. Yes, like, he's, I'm like, he's burned. Yep, yeah. you're right. They, they don't care, son. Well, what <laughs> other mask would be available? You got LBJ. No, he says, yeah. "There's uh, sorry, you know, yeah. we don't." Yeah, mean, but they didn't. Never intended to fucking buy him a mask, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they could have given him anything. You know, I mean, yeah. He could have worn a Jason mask, mask. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, at some point, though, he's not arrested because he still has his badge after he's been chasing. Bodhi, which he throws away at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, So at some point, it had to have been straightened out. Right. Because uh, he's working with the 
Aust- is Australia or New Zealand? I think, no, I think it's New Zealand. Zealand New yeah. Zealand police yep. to... Yeah, to apprehend him, yeah. Mm-hmm. This Hightower surprise, they pursue. Pappas is hiding the shootout, and then Pappas dies. Like, I was kind of mm-hmm. bummed about that. Stacey was, too. She didn't remember it. I mean, I was also bummed, but I, I, I remembered it. But yeah, yeah. She, she had forgotten that and was definitely bummed out when it happened. Yeah. Yeah, it went real bad. Yeah. Yeah, as much as I like Roach. Fuck Roach for shooting Pappas in the back. You know? Sure. Uh, the dig deep down, psyching himself up to jump, and the execution of the new... Pl- this is all part of the storming the castle breakdown of the finale. Uh... Execution on the new plane. He jumps without a parachute. <laughs> yeah, uh, he gets yeah, Tyler they back. Him, they leave him in the plane without a parachute. Without yeah. a parachute. Yeah, so yeah. that he can't fall him or whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, he gets Tyler the, back. The guy who's ready. been shot and bleeding out gets a parachute. You know, Roach or yes. whatever. I was thinking about that uh, this last time I watched it. This Roach has been shot. Yeah. When the parachute opens and grabs the air, what kind of force is exuded oh, no, on the body? And he's got a hole in him. Yeah, he's he's dead by when he hits the ground, right? Yeah. And I was thinking, how would he die? This is just my messed up brain. When it ripped, yeah. <laughs> did, did all his stuff fall out the hole? Yeah, because that is going to be a jolt, right? I mean, yeah, that would have been a cool scene. Now I want that in there. They missed yeah. an opportunity to show that. Like you know? you're in the ground, just splat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's some good exchanges between Johnny and, and Roach before they they exit or whatever the mm-hmm. <laughs> just. Johnny's looking at him and he's, you know, what the fuck are you looking at me while he's bleeding out? And yeah. You're going to be dead soon, Roach. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. Cold Don't listen to him. He's just scared. Yeah. All yeah. the blood's running out of your body. Yeah, that's why you're cold. Yeah. That's why you're cold. He puts his jacket on him and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah no, uh, anyhow. Don't listen to him. He's just scared. He's just scared. But yeah, Roach is uh, so interesting uh, fact on that real quick. Uh, you remember Messner from, I think it's Wade Messner from Justified. Um, uh, oh shit, Raylan! I didn't know you were. A, that's Roach. That's the same actor. It blows my mind. But that's the same guy, Wade Messner. He, uh, I don't remember what seasons he was in and Justified, but he he sat at the other desk. The uh, no, no, he was a, he was a criminal. He was he oh. wasn't. A, yeah, he's one of the criminals and stuff. But Raylan runs across several times. But I don't know. And his voice is he's just older, and that's that's how he talks. Oh shit, Raylan! Like he, I'd have to go uh, back and watch. I don't remember. Yeah, I recognized his face when we were watching it. And I looked him up, and I'm like, holy shit, that's Roach. I've watched Justified a couple times. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good show. Um, Anyhow, sorry, just James Lagrosse, maybe is that his name. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. I don't remember. I, I looked it up once before, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets Tyler back. Is reunited. Bodie gets away. All right. So the final image, obviously, on the beach in Australia. I have Australia. Is that is, is New Zealand? Yeah, it's the fifty-year wave that Bodie was talking about. Okay, yeah, wherever so. that ended up. I know they filmed it in Oregon. <laughs> so well, yeah, Oregon is point his. We're talking about Johnny and what lines he's willing to cross. Jumping yeah. out of an airplane without a parachute is pretty damn nuts. Yeah. And even Bodie, who is nuts, you know, acknowledges that, God damn, you're one radical son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I think he had to embrace that mm-hmm. and had to cross to some point to catch Bodie. Otherwise, it was never going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, if he doesn't jump out, maybe Bodie lets Tyler go. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. You know, you know but, um, yeah, anyhow. Bodie, on the biggest wave in 50 years, goes out doing what he... Yeah, so he goes out doing what he loves. Utah goes out and ends his way as well. Beginning, so they both begin at the height of their game, both uh, at the end, both at the end of the line, because Utah is no longer going to be uh, law enforcement. Yeah. yeah. And Bodie is done as, a, you know, I mean, this is his. Yeah. You know. Yeah, chances are they're going to be picking him out of the rocks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, he points that out, you know, where am I going to go? Cliffs on both sides, not going to paddle in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let me go out and catch one wave, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't know it was filmed in, in Oregon, but uh, 
Oregon is notorious for having tremendously rough seas off their coast. Wow. And it, uh, when I was in the Navy, our ship was in Bremerton, Washington, and we would go down to San Diego. We'd have to go past Oregon. And it was always tumultuous. And the Coast Guard does... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They train. Yeah, the Coast Guard does their uh, rescue uh, training. In off, that. Off the coast of Oregon nice. in, those, in those tremendous waves and rough... Where that river comes nice. into... Yeah, so it is always rough... Well, some people were talking about, you know, in this movie, 50 Year Wave and Australia, New Zealand. Why couldn't they have just gone there and shot? Like they've been talking about this. Yeah. Why couldn't the film crew just go there and shoot it? But yeah. budget reasons, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, but so your budget's not going to be 24 million anymore. It's going to be whatever that costs. Yeah, you know, but I mean, uh, I mean, would they be able to catch big waves? I mean, would there be the weather for it? I don't. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe not. Because if the fifty year storm doesn't hit, right, then yeah. now it's oh. But that's what some people are complaining about. Like, oh, oh, you mean go, actually waiting for the fifty year storm? No, 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 no. Just people are like, why didn't they go to New Zealand? Oh, I guess. Why did they just do an Oregon? They're talking about New Zealand, film in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah, even but. the north shore of Hawaii. I've heard that the waves yeah, oh, no, when they uh, hit the shore, it it shakes the land. You can feel the vibrations in the ground. Yeah, it's it, uh, sure it was a budget thing. You yeah. Know? Portland offered the cheapest way to do it. Sure. You know? yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, y'all ruined it for me now. Like, Sorry. I thought that was New Zealand, you know, so where to go? I didn't know it either. Well, well the, 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 the accent that the guys had when they're coming up, nobody's going out there today, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no they, one's been out. No one's going out. They saw right. it. <laughs> I have as a final image a new, more pure version of Bodie. So basically, Utah has become maybe a purer version of Bodie. Yeah, a hybrid you know. of the two. Yeah. yeah, because he's not going to do the crimes, but he is definitely the Zen now. He's in a new Zen state, like he tosses his badge, and right. clearly he's not going to stop surfing. Probably, you know. So, did you did y'all want him to let Bodie go? Like, did it just bother you that he let him go, or should he have hauled him in and not let him go out there and, and catch the last wave? And like, did you care either way? Or I think you should have brought him in. Yeah, I, I was thinking, like, fuck you, you. This is no. Yeah, you, you don't get this. Yeah, right. Uh, that would have been ultimate torture. Yeah, sure. But you know I won't can't live in a cage, man. Yeah, yeah. but it's the whole bromance that's what you get. It's all bromance, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like we talk about Fast and Furious, he lets him go at the end of that too. It's the same, same thing. But at the same time, I guess Fast and Furious, he lets him live, and then we have all these, you know, terrible sequels. Then it's all about We're family in, after that. It's all about family, yeah. anyhow. But in this, yeah, like you, like they even address it because I don't know. I love this background character, the the New Zealand uh, chief or whatever he is. What the fuck, Utah? You let him go? <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not. No, I didn't. He's not coming back. Yeah, right. And because no, even guys, well, get him when he comes back in. Yeah. He's not coming back. Like I mean, so he let him go to his death. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah. Well, there's um, I don't want to say that the throwing away the badge is an obligatory, you know, or whatever scene. Uh, it's, it has been done, like, even as early as, like, Dirty... I don't know if you remember the end of Dirty Harry, when he's chasing the Zodiac killer or whatever. Yeah. He, he wind... And he's all... Because Harry Callahan is always getting a beef for, you know, brutality and... and right. For rights force, of the criminal so. and this kind of yeah. thing. Well, he winds up killing the Zodiac at the end of the movie, and, and, he, and he knows he's probably going to catch hell for that. And so, you know, the closing image of Dirty Harry, uh, he's standing there... Uh, and he tosses his badge into the swamp or the lagoon or wherever he is. You know, that's some little right. swampy water area, warehouse district or something, having just killed the Zodiac, right? And, and he tosses his badge. Uh, mm. Of course, he's back as Harry Callahan, too. So I must have, somebody must have fished out for him, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Right. What are you doing? Go get that. <laughs> you don't need that for the next movie, you know. <laughs> uh, you get your 10% off at the donut place with that badge. Right. Which, which uh, talking about the, 
I think I think the Dirty Harry movies largely hold up. I think one and two, Magnum Force, I think is amazing. After that, I, I, I you know, get silly. Yeah, I don't know about to get silly. They're they, they're pretty good, but yeah, the first two are really really good. You know, so you you're okay with the scene of him throwing the badge away, or we could have and I, I and Point Break. In Point Break, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think he's become needed. he's become who. And if we don't see that, then because even their uh, their hair, his hair, he's growing his hair out. Yeah. His hair's longer. And Patrick seems shorter to me. Yeah, maybe it's just because it was wet. It looked like, no, it looked like it was cut because he's probably disguised himself. Or yeah, and one thing I thought was, uh, did they film that first? You know what I mean? He's growing his hair out. Can't know if maybe his hair was long from yeah, yeah, Bill and Ted yeah. or, be, yeah. or parent parenthood, which is interesting to me if they did film it first because you you buy their emotions in that scene. Yeah, sure, you know? sure. So, well, it's all, even if well, in terms of story timeline, you could see that that Utah is becoming. Yep. Yeah. A new Bodie and still surf every day. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right, right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, pass, consider, recommend. I I picked it. Obviously, I'm gonna consider it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's awesome movie. I want to. Is is it perfect? No. Is it? Uh, is there a lot of Keanu getting used to? Yeah, but. <laughs> It's a fantastic movie. It's a classic. No, it is. It is absolutely. Totally recommend. Uh, absolutely a classic, and I do recommend it, uh, especially if you're into the genre wanna, or want to watch movies in that genre. This is a classic in that. I think it's an enjoyable movie, even as a standalone. Uh, I do think it is a little bit dated. I would have the audience score is sixty five on. Well, uh, I'm sorry, as a, I would have given it a little higher score than say the Rotten Tomato fans did, uh, but but I do recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, the same here. It's definitely, definitely a, yeah, definitely. Uh, a recommend. Yeah, love this movie. How much longer do we have? So I can, I have a, a long list of things to Wonderful. say. Wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> let it rip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. First of all, I'm sorry. This I I don't love this movie like you guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I really like it. I I don't think it's uh, all right. First of all. Let me go through my little list that right. I made. Right, first of all, Keanu. I love Keanu in Speed and The Lake House. Oh. And I don't like... Romance. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that time travel stuff, but I actually like that movie, The Lake House, okay? The Lake the Lake, lake House. Yeah. What did I say? The Lake House? The Lake House, yeah. Okay. Patrick Swayze. Love Patrick Swayze. Dirty Dancing, Black Dog, Ghost. Yeah. This one? Uh, There's okay. a lot of shirtless... Patrick Swayze in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he's uh, tiny. He's a tiny guy or yeah, was a tiny guy. Yeah. But he's a he's a good dancer too. Oh yeah. Um okay, as far as bank robbery movies go. Because yeah. of course this is what I'm thinking about when I'm watching. I'm sitting there thinking I'd rather watch Bandits, oh. the one with Bruce Willis and Billy Bob. Yeah, as far as bank robbery. I love that movie or The Newton Boys. Yeah, it was Matthew's uh funny. McConaughey You're and mean lady and uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to get that out there. This movie was okay. Um, yeah. I couldn't bring myself to watch it again. That's why I couldn't remember some of the things that were done. Sure. And said, yeah, it's worth watching once, but if you want to see, you know, other bank robbers. So yeah, I think it's a uh, like I think it's a it's a guy movie, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. I don't know. No, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and as far as surfing, that was one of my favorite things when we would go uh, when we lived in California, and we would go out to the pier. I loved just sitting there and watching those guys out there on sure. their surfboards and stuff. So yeah, that w- that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. But as a movie altogether, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Right. It was in focus. So <laughs> it's good. Is it a pass or a consider? It's a cons. I would mean, I, watch it by all means. Uh, you know. Yeah. Make your own opinion of it, but. Sounds like a consider, yeah. yeah. As a consider, I guess. Yeah, you consider. consider it once and then pass on it every all the times after. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I apologize. No, no. Because no, I know there are diehard people, I mean, you know, that love this movie. Well, well, it's a, it is a classic and, and in the sense of the action genre, yeah. So that means you're wrong. No, I'm kidding. Right. But it's no, totally kidding. Uh, that's fine. Like we talked about, we're not. But you have to be all into agree on the you know the yeah. when we review a movie, sure. we're not all going to love it. You know? But you have to be into that kind of genre uh, for it to be a class. Uh, all I could think of was okay. This is to me, it was a bank robber. I mean, I know it was everything y'all discussed. You know, there was that conflict with um, Keanu yeah. being friends with the bank robbers. You know, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And it's not like the other bank robbery movies that I've watched, because you know, you you know, like with Bruce Willis and Bandits, yeah, you're sitting there kind of pulling for them, you know. But yeah, you don't get to see them doing robberies too much. Basically, what a couple times, one yeah. time, and one time at the end, they're they're actually fairly violent and right, uh, you know. And I, I shouldn't be a fan of bank robberies working in a bank, but wow. uh, anyway, um, I have a theory about bank robberies. If you're going to do a bank robbery, for every hour that you plan the robbery, you have to spend seven to ten hours planning the escape. Sure. Okay, because anybody, if you walk into a bank, they're going to give you the money. They're not. They're just going to give it to you. Yeah. But then what do you do, right? Don't rob banks. Don't you? <laughs> the opinions <laughs> of but this. if you're going to, Phil's got some advice. Yeah. No, please don't. Tune into, I've, I've tune been into through Phillips. one. <laughs> I, I've been bank. through one, and that was one too many. I just yeah. don't. It's crazy. No. Mm-mm. Yes, you're right. Don't do it because you'd have to plan 10 and, times harder. And the guy who did rob us, he got caught. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, day. they're going to give you the money, and then what do you do? Yeah, there's a, what is it, Body Heat. There's a speech that Mickey Rourke gives in Body Heat. That's, oh, uh, yeah, about crimes or whatever. And, you know, if you're going to commit a crime, and it's, uh, you know, there's a million ways you can fuck them up. You can think of 10 of them, you're a genius. You know, there's, I don't remember oh, right, the whole right. speech, but yeah, yeah. the odds are stacked against you. Yeah, well, there was a guy several years ago who had a genius plan and he went to work for an armored car company and he worked there and he put the time and he worked there for like three or four or five years, gained their trust, got the access codes, got the keys to where they trusted him at, at night to load the pallets of money that was deposited there from all the pickups right. onto these vans to take to the reserve or whatever they do, put all that time in. So one night he's alone, he's got the keys, he's got the van, and he loads up a truck full of pallets of money. I'm talking probably $100 million. I don't know, some outrageous amount of money. He loaded them in the van and he drove away. And he was gone. No one knew where he was, couldn't find him. He got away. They busted him crossing the border into Mexico penniless. And they found the money in a storage shed in North Carolina. So he, did, so he got the money, put all this time in, got the money, and then didn't know what to do. <laughs> And he was arrested in Mexico with the money in a storage shed in North Carolina. Right. Are you telling me you got a van with $100 million in it and you can't figure out, you haven't thought one second how to get away? Right. right. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going up to a guy with a boat and saying, here's $50 million, sail me to uh, Geneva. I don't know, you know? Right. Uh, I don't know. So that's what I'm talking about, man. You, you know, It's not realistic. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing about with, you bring it back to the actual movie that we watched. They didn't ever go into the vault. They only got right. the the till money yes. to power them through their 
endless summer. Yes. And that's why at the end they break their major rule by going into the vault. Yeah. Because you never go into the vault. What are we doing here? Yeah. That's how they get that's how you get caught as going off the plan. Right. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah, because they were just using the money to to finance their endless summer. Like it wasn't a I'm gonna retire off of this. It's it, you know, every summer we're gonna fuck the, the man. We're gonna yes. fuck the system. Yeah, well, that's part of the and then now that we're caught. Well, no, I want to retire off of this or, or whatever his yeah. plan was. He doesn't ever vocalize it. But yeah, he wanted knew this was gonna be the last score. Let's go after the vault yeah. so that yeah, but again, what was his plan after going into the vault? I mean, hell he didn't even plan that out because that went you know sideways. Yeah, everybody was surprised. What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway. Okay, sorry. No, but that was no, my opinion. Good. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, I guess back to what she was talking about, like as far as you're saying, you know, recognize it as a classic. Um, and I agree with you, but like if you go through a list of classical musical movies, I'm not going to be, I don't know that I'm going to be able to appreciate that those are no, classics because no, I don't like musicals. You know? Right, right. That's what I'm so, saying. So, yeah. They're all the same. They're crying and bullshitting and carrying on and singing and don't care. <laughs> right. But, right. The crying sister circle, I call them. Anyway. Well, just, uh, we can get into that. I'm sure we'll watch a musical at some point, but like. Uh, well, anniversary. I hate the how they have to. Is a zombie musical, which I recommend. All the problems oh, no. in there, they got to sing about all their damn problems. Sure, yeah. Like, come on. Oh, but that is the exposition. Of... Yeah, but it's just in the, I guess, the bad musicals, if I had to. Granted, sure. I haven't seen a lot of musicals, but like, uh, the new Aladdin was one of them. Like, there was a whole dialogue scene where they talked about uh, Jasmine's problems, right? And it was clear from the dialogue scene what her issue was. And they sang and about immediately it. she sang about it. I'm sure. like, I don't need it twice. Give right. me one or the other. No, if it's I a musical, it. I guess, from, I hate to say this, but remove the dialogue scene and let me just hear you wail right. about well, it. Well, I think that's supposedly how well, it's supposed to be. I have to watch The Sound of Music every year. Nice. Uh, oh. Anyway. Have yeah. you ever seen it? I haven't. Oh, well, don't. Uh, then. <laughs> he right. won't watch it with Isn't me. It three hours or something? Yeah, it's yeah. real long. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very long. Oh, God, it's the best. That sounds terrible. It does. It sounds like a beating. It is. Anyway. I'm sure it's fantastic, and I'm glad people love it. Right. Yeah, exactly. I go to work singing it, and everyone at work <laughs> just hates it too. So. Okay. <laughs> All right, is that it? I think that's it. Did you, you you obviously recommend it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. So that is Point Break, mm-hmm. and we are out. Why do I have to learn to serve? Why can't I just walk around with this thing under my arm and axe stone? Like, oh, this is great. This is really great. Immediately no. Yeah. No. I, I will not watch it. Okay, yeah. that's that's the one I like. Like surfing. Steel Magnolias is a better movie than the last action hero, I'm gonna say it right now. <laughs> that's a very uh, elder millennial thing to say is uh, they had the CGI <laughs> Patrick Swayze's hair on. How many times has Keanu Reeves been named John? I, I edit these things, Chris. <laughs> you can say what you want. It's never going to show. 